welcome to the Donovan Podcast. This is another 30 Days of Hope episode with Michael Roberts. Uh, go to the website, mydonahope.org slash blog, and this is going to be day 18. <laughs> yeah, okay. Counting is just hard, man. Okay, day 18. Um, you can read what Michael wrote as you listen to the podcast. There's a player on the same website page. Um, so you picked Hebrews 11.39. And it says, and all these having obtained a good report through faith received not the promise. Um, so give us some context there. Because <laughs> um, obviously reading that verse, it's like it's like biblical clickbait right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'm going to start off by sharing my heart behind what was going on in my heart when I read that verse. Um, or, or that spark that was in there that this just lit a flame. Sure. So the spark that was already in my heart was um, remembering back when I was like seven years old, going out to the shop with my grandpa, and he took a piece of metal, and we took some elk antler, and we took some antelope antler, or antelope horn, and some leather, and we sat there, I, I think it was one or two days maybe, and made my first knife, and made a sheath to go with it. And I sat there and made that with my grandpa. And, you know, it was it was just fascinating to me to see how you could take all those things and make something so useful. Uh-huh. And then when I was oh, probably about eight or so, no, it had been later than that. Um, you know, I remember building rabbit cages with my dad. You know, we took wire mesh and clamps and, you know, tools and measuring tape and you know, a grinder and cut out all this stuff and, and made rabbit cages. And, and it was just, it, it just blew my mind that you could take all these things and create something useful. Um, I remember um, taking my dad tools and handing my dad tools when um, we pulled a, an engine out of an old Buick car and <laughs> rebuilt the engine and put it in a Chevy pickup. And just, I remember <laughs> sitting back and looking at this when my dad told me what we were going to do and going, no way. There's just no way. Yeah. You know, that's a car, that's a truck, you know. As a kid, that was just like unfathomable to me, you know. You know, later I find out they're GMs and they're all the same and you can do some of that stuff, you know. Motor mounts might be different, transmission might be different, but for the most part, yeah, yeah. you swap right over. You, know, you don't have any of that context. Oh, man, it was, it was just wild when I was a, a kid just sitting there going, whoa, that is amazing. You know, it just opened up my my mind and opened up my heart to understand that, man, the possibilities are endless. Yeah. There's just an infinite amount of potential in things. And it was just like, wow. So I had that filter growing up for a long time and growing in the word as well and getting to the point in my life, I'm starting to read scriptures in the Bible and I'm going, whoa. <laughs> Whoa, that's nuts. I never could have seen that 20 years ago or yeah. even two sometimes, you know. <laughs> and so Hebrews 11, lots of people preach from Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11 is a biggie. You know, it's the Faith Hall of Fame or the Hebrews Hall of Fame. You know, and it, it goes in and gives you a definition of faith right off the bat. Then it talks about Abel and all these people it talks about. It talks about them, and the very first thing it says about them is by faith. 
Uh-huh. So Abel, by faith. Enoch, by faith. Noah, by faith. Abraham and Sarah, by faith. You know, and then it goes in Isaac, by faith. Abraham, by faith. Jacob, by faith. Joseph, by faith. Moses' parents, by <laughs> faith. Moses, by faith. You know, it's just crazy to see all of this going on, you know, Joshua and Rahab, and then it kind of tapers off towards the end and says, and many other heroes of faith, and it goes through and talks about, you know, all the crazy things they did, and then at the end of that, verse 39, it says, and these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. They received not what Jesus did on the cross, and yet they were able to do all of these things. Yeah. Us receiving what Jesus did on the cross is infinite potential. Yeah. Beyond Moses and Enoch and Abel and Abraham and Isaac and David, Noah, all these guys, and we have more potential than they did. Yeah. Wow. So it's really a chapter, you know, listing off all the biblical characters that they looked up to and all this, and that you we, you and we look up to. They're basically saying, and you could be better than that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that, that just blows my mind. Um, I, I, I've read through chapter 11 so many times, and I don't ever remember reading the end of chapter 11. And then that one day, point, verse 39 was like, Whoa, wait a second. Yeah. There's, there's a lot packed into that one little sentence, you know? It, oh, man, it just it, it gets me fired up. It makes me understand because you can go back through every one of those guys in the Old Testament and see how they were going through things that were infinitely worse than what we're going through. Yeah. You know, and, you know whether it's debt or sickness or whatever the case may be. Yeah, they obtained good report through faith and received not the promise. Yeah, like you said, Moses' parents, like she put her kid in a basket. Yeah, and sent him down the river. Yeah, and that faith <laughs> set Moses to being raised by the Pharaoh. Yeah, wow, which in turn set free the entire nation right. years later. Like, yeah. who would have connected? She's like, my baby's gonna die, I'm gonna put him in a basket. And God's like, this is gonna start the path to your entire country being created. Right. That's a crazy step to take. And you're talking about, like, the examples you used, and like, the connection there, I feel like, is just like, you can't imagine why you would take an engine out of a car and put it into a truck and it would work. You know, and we can't, like, we can imagine the things that Moses did because we read it and imagine it but we can't imagine the greater things that Moses did that he's saying we're capable of here it's like yeah I can't even see that it's like you know 500 years ago they weren't like even the Buick that you were talking about is unfathomable to me (laughs) it's everybody you know yeah (laughs) they're just talking about oh you have a nice wagon that's a great you have two axles instead of one that's crazy yeah (laughs) So, so for me this was like a big you know how far are you willing to let your faith take your imagination? Yeah. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, that, that <laughs> it fires me up to read that and know that 
Well, I mean, I've got Jesus. I've got more than what the Old Testament saints had. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know, what in the world? And Moses split the Red Sea. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And yeah. all these things that happened, and we're sitting here. Like, I I can't imagine something cooler than splitting an ocean in half <laughs> right. and walking through it. <laughs> right. Like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, what is even bigger than that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's nuts. But there are things bigger than that because they did that with less power than we have today. Yeah. And that's crazy because. I don't even know what to say about that. Like right. that's an insane amount of potential that we have that literally we can't even fathom the potential that we have in ourselves. Right. Um so like the classic thing that we say around here and all that stuff is like the don't limit God thing. Yeah. Is so true because don't limit God with your own ability. Even if you're like, I'm gonna think as big as I can think, you're still limiting God because it's so much bigger than that. Yeah. You know, yeah, pretty insane. Yeah, so that that was pretty short, pretty to the point, and yet <laughs> it, it's going to be huge for the rest of my life. Yeah, and well, and I love the examples and stuff too. You know, it's like a kid can't understand. You know, like you know those kids, like why, why, yeah. why, and you're like. You want to tell them, but you know they aren't going to understand if you tell them why, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like... Just because. <laughs> just because. Just because I said so. Yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> I can imagine the Lord sitting up there going, just because. Come on now. Yeah. Just because. Well, that's what we... You know, it's like, do what God says. And it's like, but I don't understand why I'm doing it. It's like, because you can. Yeah. Most of the time. You know? Like, if God gave you the whole picture, your head would just explode. <laughs> like, you yeah, no yeah, joke. It's like an explain to a kid why the GM motor will still work in the truck. Like, you know, it, it's, you don't understand all those concepts. You're just looking at car, truck. You're like, those two things are different. Yeah. <laughs> That's like us, like, Moses's mother could not have understood baby in basket down the river equals nation freak. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's yeah. so, those things are connected in our brain. <laughs> right. Yep. But God sees the whole picture. He's the only thing that exists that sees the whole picture. Yeah. You know? Like, you as a parent see more of the picture than your kids see, so you know what's best for them. They don't. Right. You know? So that's a, that's a great word for people to just let your imagination... Let your imagination run wild, and then something. Yeah. Because <laughs> yep. it's all possible, right? Yep. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to say? No, that one's pretty pretty simple. Well, just to touch on your prayer real quick, you said, Lord, fascinate me with the infinite possibilities of the freedom you have given us through your promises in Christ Jesus. Thank you, and I love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, so, fascinate me with the infinite possibilities. That's, like, a great way of putting it, just because... That's like, you give me the ideas, you know, because <laughs> I can't even come up with the ideas. Yeah. So I, that's a crazy thing to do to like, let God be your imagination. Yeah. Instead of, you know, cause we can dream. Like I, I sit here and dream all the time. It's like, what, you know, what if I won the lottery? What would happen? You know? <laughs> and all that stuff. And God's like, I can do the lottery times a million. You just need to let me get through what you're limiting with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I just I I can look around and see things and just be fascinated with the possibilities and yet I want him to fascinate me. 
Yeah. You know, I, I want I want the Lord to fascinate me with those possibilities. Yeah. Because anything I can come up with, and I, I, I get a little twisted up sometimes when I hear the Christian community talk about expectation. You know, you should expect this. You know, when you, you know, one of the biggies was going out on the mission trip. What are your expectations of the mission trip? You know, set your expectations high. And, and deep down in my heart, I'm going, the highest expectations I could ever have would still be limiting what God can do. Yeah. And so, maybe not always correctly, I try not to have any expectations. And <laughs> Because it's like, no, I, I don't I don't want to mix my expectations in with his possibilities. Yeah. You know, and so that that's something that I you know, it, it's it's good to have expectations and it's good to have goals and it's good to be looking, you know, higher than, than where you are at that moment. But in and, addition to your expectations, expect God to exceed your expectations. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and so I to, to me, the word expectation almost sounds like a limit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that, that's something You can really always... take your brain into a hole trying not to, like, yeah. think about anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I think expectation is a good thing because, like, God gives you to the, de- the desires of your heart, and the desires of your heart are expectations. Mm-hmm. And those expectations are good, but what you can't expect is only this or only that. You have to expect right. great and beyond and all this stuff. Right. And it's funny you mentioned that because that's that's something, you know, the desires of our heart, you know, whether it, it's hobbies or ambitions or ministry or business or whatever the case may be, in relationship, you can take it to the bank that those desires of your heart have to do with his fascinating potential. Yeah. There's something there that can take those desires of your heart to infinite possibilities. That's there. That's planted within us. You can call it vision. You can call it dreams. You can call it a word from the Lord. You can call it, you know, whatever you want to call it. But it has to do with the desires of your heart and his infinite potential. Yeah. And when those get matched up, that's when you see people doing great things. Yeah. They have the faith to know that that desire is going to match up with his potential. That's cool. Yeah. You know, that, that is really, really cool. That's where ministries take off. That's where businesses take off. That's where testimonies come from. Yeah. Is where that desire of your heart meets his potential. Well, and that's, and that's why you see these people in ministry, like, you know, that are... Like, Andrew Womack's a good example because it's like, he has this huge worldwide ministry and the dude is a really quiet, shy guy, (laughs) like, you know what I mean, from Texas who, to boil it all down, read the Bible a lot in Vietnam and then got it, you know what I mean? Yep. And all, all it took was for him to get it. He didn't have to have all the training and all that. He got it and he started walking that road and then... I don't know how many years later we're at, but yeah, I think he's at like fifty years or yeah. something. Like that. <laughs> and it's like it like this place is a similar thing. Like my mom had a vision in two thousand nine. She didn't tell me that. At least I don't remember her telling me that because I was thirteen. Like you know, I've been like okay. she probably didn't tell very many yeah. people at all. <laughs> yeah, and then like as as far as my point of view as a kid, it was like. 2016-ish, or, well, we started Dawn of Hope in 2015, that was, like, the home church thing, 
And then it was like, okay, we kind of had a van. Oh, a ranch. And no, oh, we bought it. And now we're full-time ministry at a ranch. And, okay. <laughs> it's like, and I'm sitting here like, I guess I'm alone for this ride. And then now I'm looking back like, this was all supposed to happen. And as far as my life is concerned, it could have totally not. Yeah. You know? And it's just, it's those moments of like, like I decided not to go to college, decided to stay here for a year, and then from then it just took off. Yep. And it's like, not that I would have had a bad life going to college, but would be this one. Yep. <laughs> yep. And there's so many moments like that. Like, if Moses hadn't been put in the basket, what would have happened? Like, somebody, I'm sure God would have eventually found somebody to do it, but it might have taken decades, centuries longer, and all yeah. this stuff. You know, yep. and the whole Bible could have been affected. The timeline of the Bible could have been affected by that. Yeah. And the whole of people after that could have been different people because it was different generations. Cause yeah. That's <laughs> crazy. And the, all of that is consequence of one lady and her husband having the faith to be like, all right, God, you got this kid. Yeah. Just push him off. And that's crazy because that's also like your first podcast was talking about like the love of father and all that stuff. Like, Imagine God being like, you gotta push them off in the river and just hop. You know, like, and and they're gut, they're killing all the kids. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're pushing them off, and you're like, if the wrong guy finds this kid, yeah, he's toast. Yep. Like, and then they <laughs> ended up bringing him back to his mom, so she yeah. raised him through the the younger yeah. years before he went back separately. to Pharaoh's house. And literally, like, Pharaoh's daughter grabbing him. Is there another single person to find him? where Moses doesn't die right situation right because that's the one person Pharaoh's daughter that can be like please can I have him <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying <laughs> can I bring him home daddy yeah. <laughs> that's gotta be the only person in the whole place that Moses was gonna survive through yeah being yeah. by absolutely <laughs> meticulously planned yeah infinite possibilities yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah for real if you're ever telling yourself to like oh there's a one in a million shot at this being a thing, but God's telling me to do it. That was way worse than a one in a million shots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, any last thoughts? Nope. All right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Dawn of Hope podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast feed and turn on notifications for more conversations and audio versions of Sunday's teachings. Our Sundays begin with a light breakfast at 9.30. The service begins at 10 o'clock. Groups and Bible studies throughout the week include undivided young adults groups Sunday evenings at 5 o'clock, bringing young adults from all walks of life together. Follow up Wednesdays at 6.30 on Wednesdays, a conversational Bible study based off of Sunday's topics led by Michael Roberts. Prophetic writing on Thursdays at 6.30, hearing God's voice through journaling, led by Joanna Harrison. All events are at Donahoe Branch at 178 Palmer Drive in Florissant, Colorado. If you would like to donate to Dawn of Hope, you can visit mydawnofhope.org and click the donate button on the sidebar. If you're interested in holding an event at the ranch or would like more info on anything that we do, please call us at 719-687-3425 or send us an email at info at dawnofhoperanch.com. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Dawn of Hope podcast. Mm-hmm.